one morning this week so far, and I was worshiping the Lord, and I always bring back, the Lord says to bring back to his remembrance things that he said. I always do that, and I often meditate on Jeremiah 29, 11 through 14. It's a word the Lord spoke to me several years back, and I bring back to his remembrance that he spoke that word to me, um, and we'll be talking a little bit about that tonight, but I was meditating on that this week, and I was telling the Lord, um, Lord, you said this, and Lord, you said that, and and um, just praying for things um, to be restored that has been taken. And I, I was just letting the Holy Spirit like flow me. I didn't have like an agenda of how I was going to pray this that morning. And um, so I was praying along that line, just letting the Holy Spirit lead me. And in English, though, and I was praying for just the restoration of some things and that. And I heard in my spirit really strongly a word that I really actually did not know the definition to. So clearly it wasn't my vocabulary. I heard restitution. And I was like, restitution? So I looked that up. And restitution is the restoration of something lost or stolen to its proper owner. The recompense for injury or loss and the restoration of something to its original state. And I thought that was so cool that the Holy Spirit shouted. I mean, he shouted in my spirit. Like, it was like I heard it audibly, but I knew it was like my spirit telling me, restitution's what you want to pray for. Like, not just restoration, but restitution is above and beyond the restoration. You don't want to just be healed from something. You want to be as if it never even happened and better, right? And so the Lord has had me... I was like, oh, okay, okay, restitution, that's actually what I want. That's better than restoration. And so I started praying along that line, and the Lord just started unfolding to me scripture after scripture after scripture where this is just totally scriptural. And um, so I'm going to lay down the foundation, which is the word of God, which he says faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. So then we'll get the faith for it. Then we're going to just start, even as you're sitting there, you might think about some things that, that's been stolen from me. Like, that was taken from me. It should have ha happened this way, and it happened that way. Um, write down those things, because it's not over. Amen? It's not over, because God is the God of restitution. And um, John 10.10 10 says, The thief comes to kill, to steal, and to destroy. So anything that has stolen from you, um, um, destroyed you know, your lives, your families, your jobs, or anything, finances, anything like that, is an attack of the enemy. It's the thief. So he comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But God says, I come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. And so he knows that the enemy's out there doing these things. But God comes and he comes and doesn't just restore, but he comes and brings abundant life, which is restitution, um, giving you above and beyond all you could ask or think, giving you above and beyond what was stolen from you. That's what he does. So God brings that full restoration to the point where our lives are overflowing to better than it was before. That's what God's all about. Proverbs 6.31, it says that if a thief is caught, 
he must pay back seven times what was stolen. Well, right there, we know, according to the word of God, if, if it's killing, stealing, or destroying from your life, it's the thief that comes to do it, right? And so if he's caught, if you recognize that that was an attack of the enemy that took that joy, or that took that peace, or that took that fine, those finances, or that took that time away from you, then you can command and believe for restitution or seven times over what was taken from you. That is what God is saying here. And so we need to realize, like, sometimes we're destroyed for a lack of knowledge, and that's what was going on here. I was just praying for the restoration or praying for um, us to get back to a certain point financially or for us to get back to a certain point in our peace or whatever I was praying for. But you, it might be something totally different, but the Lord spoke very loudly to me. That's not good enough. What you want to pray for is restitution. Because this is above and beyond restoration. It's not enough to have a house again when you had a house stolen from you because you went through some emotional things when that house was stolen from you. You need the total restitution, spirit, soul, body, and mind, emotionally, mentally, physically, financially, everything. Restitution covers it all, whereas restoration would just be you have that thing back. And that, that's not enough for God. He wants to do and give you above and beyond all you could ask or think. Amen? Because that's the kind of God he is. And if we will look at the scriptures and realize this is what he wants and this is what is available to us, then our prayers change and our faith gets ignited and it gets bigger. We can believe God for some bigger things. Amen? Jeremiah, so it's the thief that is that kills, steals, and destroys. And you know, I could ask for a raise of hands. We've all had things stolen from us, whether that's joy because of an attack of the enemy or whether that's um, health because of an attack of the enemy because we know everything good and perfect comes from God above. So it's, if it's not good and it's not perfect, then the found, who it's from ultimately is the enemy, okay? And so, um, you know, we've had health stolen from us, uh, wealth stolen from us, peace stolen from us, maybe family, joy, um, all kinds of things. And um, we're not going to focus on that, but however, we need to focus on the fact that it's not over at that point. Like, we shouldn't be giving up, oh, that, that's done and gone, you know, I'm going to move forward and press ahead. And yeah, on one sense, yeah. But on the other sense, God's the God of restoration and restitution. And so if we really believe that and we see that in the word of God, then we can have faith for that. But if we don't realize that, well, we're not going to have faith for that. And we'll do without. We'll do with just enough. We'll do with just the restoration. But God's like, that was not enough for you. You need some restitution in your life. And I was like, I'll take that, Lord. Um, so I thought that was so cool that the Lord can, and I know he, he knows everything, but giving me a word that I didn't, and I'm, I don't know if that like downplays my vocabulary a little bit, but I didn't know the meaning of that word, and he just spoke it to me, and I had to look it up. Um, so that was a blessing. Jeremiah 30, 17 says, I will give you back your health and heal your wounds, says the Lord. So not only are you going to be healed, but you're going to be whole. And I believe that's not just physical healing. Now, when somebody goes through something, 
um, physical, for instance, my dad's going through something physical, that doesn't just take a toll on your body. It takes a toll on your mind, your emotions, your spiritual strength. It takes a toll on all of it. But God promises restitution. He says, not only am I going to bring healing, but I'm going to bring health to your whole body, your, all your wounds. And that's like everything. That's not just physical. That's every wound that was caused by that sickness or by that infirmity. Psalms 51.12 says, and this is David crying out to the Lord. And so he knew God was this God of restoration and restitution. And he says, Lord, because it has been stolen from him. Yes, some of us, we've had things stolen from us maybe because we opened a door to the enemy. Okay, but ultimately, again, it was still the enemy. I had this discussion with my dad. I said, it ultimately, I was like, yeah, things, I was like, there's been so many attacks of the enemy against our family, it's ridiculous. Like, in a broad sense, like our extended family and, and our um, nationality or, or whatever the case might be, over the course of time, there has been an um, amazing amount of attack. But we're strong in the Lord and in his mighty power, and we know that. But I, I was sharing this with my dad, and I was just like, this is ridiculous. I was like, the attack of the enemy is ridiculous. But I was like, I understand that sometimes we, as people, fall into sin or into temptation or because of ignorance and open a door of the, to, to the enemy to work. But I said, ultimately, the enemy caused the temptation to cause you to fall, and then you open the door. And so I said, again, still, it was an attack of the enemy. And if we can recognize that it was an attack of the enemy that caused you to fall, that caused you to open the door, then you can say, I've caught him. It was the enemy. Now he has to pay seven times over what he has stolen. Has he stolen your joy? Has he stolen your peace? Has he stolen because of allowing him in? Did he get in and creep into your finances or into, into your family? Where was the door open? It was most likely open because of sin or because of lack, you know, lack of knowledge or whatever the case might be. Well, what do you do then? You recognize it was the enemy who tempted you. You repent, and if you've already repented, you shut the door on the enemy. Say, in the name of Jesus, I shut that door, and I command seven times over. I command restitution to my finances, or I command restitution, spirit, soul, body, mind, financial, every area. I command restitution to all that has been stolen from me. Because when somebody loses a job, it's not just their finances that hurts. It's their emotions. It may be sometimes their marriages. Things hurt when you go through something and we need not just the restoration of a job because what about the things you went through emotionally because you lost the job? And so God says it's not enough. I, he, I love the Lord. He says he, he, as even as the heavens are higher than the earth and, and his ways are higher than our ways, his thoughts are bigger and higher than our thoughts. That's the kind of God he is. And he doesn't just limit it to, oh, I'll make sure that it make ends meet. No. What he wants is you to have more than enough. He's El Shaddai, the God that's more than enough. And it's not that he just wants you to walk in healing. He wants the devil to be, pay you back for all the years he stole from you and whatever you could have accomplished during that time. That's restitution. 
And so this is the God that we serve. He's the God that of more than enough. He's El Shaddai, and he's not the God of just restoration, but the God of restitution. And so Psalms 51, 12, David said, Lord, restore unto me the joy of my salvation. Now we know David's situation. Why is he crying out to God to not take the Holy Spirit, not to, take, not to restore his joy? It's because he had opened the door to the enemy, and we know that. We know that he had fallen into sin, but who tempted him with sin? The enemy. So you found the thief. So now he can ask for restitution. Now he can repent if he turns from that sin, repents and shuts the door on the enemy. He can command seven times over. This eliminates you from saying, well, I've got to suffer with this thing because I'm the one who opened the door. Well, who tempted you? Who caused you? I'm not trying to be like Adam and Eve, you know, pointing like that. I'm not doing that. But what I'm trying to make you realize is, is you wouldn't have done that had there not been an enemy, right? And I'm not saying that you shouldn't be strong in the Lord. The Lord says to resist the devil and he will flee. But the fact is that you did mess up. And the fact is the door did get open. And the fact is that the enemy did kill, steal, and destroy from your life. But now that you're aware that it was the thief, because you were destroyed for a lack of knowledge, because you were deceived at that moment. Now that you're aware and you're identifying the thief, the word of God says that he, you can command seven times over, that he has to pay it back. And here's the thing is if we don't ever pray it, we're never going to receive it. The word, the word of God says you have not because you ask not. And so if we never realize that this is something that we can have, we're never going to pray along that lines. Amen. I loved uh, Keturah's... Um, her testimony on Sunday about the Lord just going down the list of things. And I, I felt like that was me a, a year ago or so when the Lord spoke to me, what is it I want this year? And I made a list of things and every single one of those things got checked off throughout, throughout the year. Every answer to prayer. It was amazing. And I continued to do that. But the Lord wants even more for us. And I love that the Lord gave you above and beyond. It wasn't just meeting your needs and paying off bills, but, but making you debt free amazing testimony. That's the God that we serve. He's Al Shaddai, the God that doesn't just give you just enough, but he gives you more than enough. He doesn't just want to heal your, your, your hurts. He wants to heal the damage that those hurts did to you, spirit, soul, body, and mind. Amen. So hallelujah, this is the God we serve. Let's turn to Isaiah 61, and let's look at God, the God of restitution. David, you know, he, was, he understood this is God. This is who he serves. He understood that he was identifying the enemy, and he's like, Lord, don't just restore unto me. You know, don't just take, take not thy Holy Spirit from me, but Lord, give me restitution. The, the devil has stolen my joy. Restore unto me that joy that I had. Because once he realized how deep into sin he was, he didn't have joy anymore. Even though he had repented, even though he had turned back to God, he was so grieved about how he had lived. See, people can turn back to the Lord and yet the joy is still gone because they're, they're you know, distraught about the mistakes they made and they're still living in the consequences of the mistakes they made. And, and it's still a hard life after that. They're still condemned because the enemy loves to do that. But when you identify that it was the enemy's attack that caused it, when you identify that and you repent and turn from that life, God can bring restitution. 
God can bring not just restoration, but restitution, healing for every single thing that was allowed into your life. Amen? God wants to do that for you tonight. Isaiah 61, 1 through 9. This is the Lord. This is the prophetic word of what the Lord says, Jesus says later on, but this is... This is a word of restitution. The spirit of a sovereign Lord is upon me. For the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to comfort the brokenhearted, to proclaim that the captives will be released, that the prisoners will be freed. He has sent me to tell those who mourn it's the time of the Lord's favor has come. The day of God's anger against their enemies. To all who mourn in Israel, he'll give a crown of beauty for ashes, a joyous blessing instead of mourning, a festive praise instead of despair. In their righteousness, they will be like great oaks that the, that the Lord has planted. They will rebuild ancient ruins and repair um, cities that were destroyed long ago. They will be revived. They will have um, those that have been deserted for many generations. Hallelujah. I don't know if I had one through nine or one through four. I'm going to stop there. But basically what it's saying is God's going to turn things around. God's going to take the attacks of the enemy and he's going to turn it around. Those who have been in mourning, he's going to turn it to joy. Well, you know what? Typically somebody just over time just kind of heals, but it's not necessarily joy. But with God, he's saying, I'm going to turn that morning into joy. If something has been broken, which this is actually the part of the word that the Lord spoke to me about this church, that he was going to build the church upon its ruins. That is what God is saying. And so basically, even though the enemy meant something for bad, God can turn it around to be better than it ever was before. And that's what God's doing, and that's what he's talking about to those who are mourning, to those who are hurting or have hurt, to those who have sinned with, with David. It, it, he's, no, nothing's eliminated. We can all have restitution. We can all have and claim what God says in his word. It's for each one of us. But if we don't know about it, Sorry to those who are not here tonight or those who do not watch because they may ne never know of restitution, that this is for us, that we can claim it, that we can ask the Lord for it, and we can command it. Jeremiah 29, 11 and 14, this is the word I was talking about. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. And this is something we all need to hear once in a while. Their plans for you for good, not to harm you, but plans to give you a future and a hope. And I'm jumping ahead to verse 14. He says, I will end your captivity. I will, and that's not enough for the Lord. Now, I'm not just going to end this attack of the enemy, but I'm going to restore to you your fortunes, and I'm going to return you home again. In other words, your home was stolen from you. Your peace was stolen from you. Your finances were stolen from you. Um, there has been captivity, maybe because of sin, maybe because of bondage, maybe because of ignorance. Whatever the case, God says, I'm not just going to end that captivity, this attack that's been going on against your life. But I am going to end the captivity I'm going to restore the fortunes, and I'm going to return you back home to the place that you were before. God 
does not, he, he does not get pleasure and he is not pleased by his children suffering and begging for bread. He is not happy when his children go through suffering. He likes to turn that around and turn it into joy. He likes to, when things get demolished, and, and we see a lot of that today, but he likes to build things upon its ruins to where it's better than before, to where they can give him praise and glory. He's not getting praise and glory out of attacks of the enemy. But what he would get praise and glory for is not just restoring you, but giving restitution to where you come out on top, where you, you're like Joseph. You went from nothing and the attack of the enemy, and all of a sudden you're promoted to next to Pharaoh. God gets glory from that. God gets glory from like Esther, who got the, the enemies out trying to kill, steal, and destroy her entire generation of people. And restitution is God brings her to the forefront and saves her people and promotes her to next to the king. That's restitution. This is what God does. He did it again with Moses. He, um, his people are being destroyed. It's an attack of the enemy. I don't know. There might have been sin in the camp. We see them bowing down, um, learning the Egyptian ways, bowing down to idols, even though they had been let go into the, the desert. So clearly they had some things ingrained in them that wasn't so good, right? But God still sent them a deliverer, and God still gives them the promised land, showing them restitution. They didn't deserve it. But God saw fit to give restitution because that's the kind of God we serve. So we shouldn't be thinking here, yeah, I've been dealing with this because I deserved it. I did mess up. I did allow that to happen. Hey, have you asked the Lord to forgive you? Yes. Okay, then restitution is yours. You messed up, but we have an advocate with Jesus. He Shed his blood to cover that sin. And when you confess your sin, he is faithful and just to forgive your sin and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. So no longer do you have to eliminate yourself from the blessings of God. We now can have that restoration and that restitution. I love that God uses David and calls him the man after his own heart. When clearly we know he had an affair and he even had somebody killed. But yet God calls him the man after his own heart and restores unto him the joy of his salvation and his latter days were greater than his former. Thank you, Jesus, that his mercies are new every morning. Okay? I'm not talking about just living a life of sin and expecting to live the best life, but what I'm talking about is if you messed up, fess up, God can forgive you, cleanse you from that, and you don't have to live in those consequences forever. He wants us to have a blessed life. He doesn't want us to put up with consequences for the rest of our lives. You need to pay or else you're not going to, you know, get the point. <laughs> That's not our God. He's a good God. He's a loving God. He's a merciful God. His mercies are new every morning. Great is his faithfulness. They're singing about the goodness of God. That wouldn't be a very good God, loving God, forgiving God, merciful God, if he made you, you know, you messed up there. I'm sorry, honey, but you're just going to have to live with that for the rest of your life, the guilt, the shame, the embarrassment. No. It doesn't sound like God, does it? It doesn't sound like a good God who would want to serve that. 
No. He's the God that forgives. If you're, he knows in your heart. He knows if you're sincere. He knows if you're returning to him fully. He knows. When he says repent, it means turning from that life. Okay? And we know sin is one of the major reasons why there would be an open door and attack of the enemy. We might know already that the things that have gone on in our lives, the things that have been stolen is because a lot of times either we or someone in our family has sinned. We know that. But God is the God of restitution. If that door has been shut, that sin door has been shut, and you repented and you turned from that life, or you were the loved one turned from that life, you can claim, and you recognize it was the attack of the enemy, you can claim restitution. Not only pray and ask the Lord to restore, but claim restitution. What is it again? It's the restoration of things lost or stolen to its proper owner and recompense for all injury or loss. It's like anything that happened to you because of that attack. The restoration, doesn't that sound almost too good to be true, but that's the God we serve. Above and beyond all you could ask or think. That's who he is. In Jeremiah 30, 17, again, he says, he'll restore to your health and he'll heal your wounds. So these scriptures are just proof that the Lord loves to restore, to heal, to bring restitution for his people. In Job 42, 10, it says, after Job prayed for his friends, the Lord restored his fortunes and gave him twice as much as he had before. Did he deserve it? Probably not. He could have just done him good by putting him back to where he was before. But no, he gave him restitution. It was ultimately an attack against him from the enemy. Because what does the thief do? He comes to kill, to steal, and to destroy. So he was under attack. And a lot of times, also, you can be under attack when you're in the perfect will of God. Paul was mobbed, shipwrecked, left for dead, thrown in prison several times. And don't tell me that didn't take some joy or some peace from him. You know, and I know I preach on, you know, God's grace is sufficient for you. His strength is made perfect in your weakness, but there's another hand. Yes, God gives you grace to deal with this stuff, but in the meantime, when you didn't understand that and some things have been stolen from you and peace and joy and finances when you were going through that stuff had been stolen from you because you didn't understand God's grace and strength, then you deserve restitution for what you went through. And I'm not saying God owes you, the enemy owes you, but God could go ahead and just retrieve that for you. Because it's due to you. Amen? Hallelujah. So Job was restored. His fortunes were restored and given back to him twice as much. He got some restitution for what he went through. Mark eleven twenty four, And this is just to encourage our prayers. He says, Therefore I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you receive it, and it will be yours. So tonight... What we're going to do is we're going to make a list. Maybe you already know what's been stolen from you. 
And maybe there's some things you probably didn't even think about before. You're, you were thinking about the things, but you didn't think about the emotional stuff you went through, the, the financial stuff you went through because of the loss of the job or, or the emotional things you went through because of a loss of a family member or, or whatever the case might be. Command restitution to be restored to you. Joy, peace. Whatever state you should have been at, that not only would you be put back to that place, but you would be put back to even above and beyond like Job was. Paid back and put back to have twice as much as you should have been where you would have been at. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you receive it and it will be yours. And tonight, the foundation of the word is trying to share with you that this is biblical. This is the God that we serve. He's the God of not just giving you just enough, putting you back to where you should have been, but he wants to give you above and beyond. What you're asking and thinking, he's like, I'm going to double it because that's who we serve. We see him do it over and over in the word. And so we're just going to pray and thank God and ask the Lord for restitution in these areas. Restoration and restitution, Lord. I believe, Lord, according to your word, you said whatsoever things I ask for um, in prayer, I believe I receive this because I know it's biblical. I thank you, Lord, right now. I believe I receive it, and it's mine in the name of Jesus. And just begin expecting. Begin expecting for things to turn around for your good. He says in his word, I'm going to turn mourning into dancing. Begin to expect supernatural joy because you know that the enemy stole joy from you. Begin expecting financial blessing because you know that the devil stole from you back there. Expect it because God's word says if you ask anything, believe that you receive it and it will be yours. Isn't that good? Romans 15, 13 says, May the God of hope fill you with joy and peace as you trust in him. So that's what we're going to be filled with. We're going to be filled with joy and peace as we keep our minds on him and as we just believe and trust after we pray this tonight, that we believe and trust that this is coming to pass. If you'll take it and you'll run with it, I, I mean, I claimed it already today. If you'll take this and run with it, let the God of peace and joy fill you as you trust in him. You're just trusting that as soon as you pray, he's going to start going to work for these things to come to pass. Things are going to start turning around for you in your families, in your homes, in your finances. Not because you deserve it, but because the enemy has to repay. You caught him in his tracks. You recognize that it was the thief that killed, stole, or destroyed from you. And God is going to restore that back. God is going to make him pay you back above and beyond. Because God is awesome. He's cool like that. Joel 2, 25-26 says this. I will repay. So this is what God does, so you understand a little bit. It's not that God stole it, and it's not that God's um, responsible to owe you. You're not commanding it from the Lord. But what you're doing is you're just claiming, according to the word restitution, you're claiming this scripture right here, Joel 2, 
2, 25 through 26, I will repay the years the locusts ate. You will have plenty and eat to your full. And you will um, praise the name of the Lord who has um, worked wonders for you. Never again will my people be shamed. And really that's what it is. When you go through stuff and you deal with it for the rest of your life because you went through that stuff, that's shame. That's embarrassment. You know what I mean? You have things that you don't want anybody to find out. That's shame. That's embarrassment. That's, that, you might have gotten over it and thanked the Lord, you know, he got you through that. But that's not enough. That's not God. He wants to give you above and beyond all that you asked or think. He doesn't want to just heal you from, from your disease. He wants to make you whole as if you never had that thing. He wants to make you stronger. And in Job's case, he wanted to make him wealthier because he went through such a season of lack and destruction. And that's what God wants to do. He sets those examples in the word to show us what he will do for us. And guess what? He is no respecter of persons. If he did it for David and he did it for Job and they were less than perfect, then he'll do it for you. And I love it over and over and over. God does use less than perfect people. Showing us his mercy, his forgiveness, and his restitution. Do you guys get that? Did you get that? Hallelujah. Psalms 103, verse 5. It's the last scripture. You can put some instrumental music on, Tim. Psalms 103, 1 through 5. Let all that I am praise the Lord with my whole heart. I will praise his holy name. Let all that I am praise the Lord. May I never forget the good things he does for me. He forgives all my sins, but that's not enough. He heals all my diseases that were from what? The sin that was allowed in by the sin. He redeems me from death, but that's not enough. He crowns you with love and life and his tender mercies. Hallelujah. He fills my life with good things, but that's not enough. My youth is renewed like the eagles. So it's like God's just constant, not just restoring, not just doing something good in your life, but he's like, I'm going to top it off and I'm going to put a crown on your head. Not just delivering you from the morning. That's not enough to just get you through that season. He's just going to lift you up and you're going to be filled with so much joy. You're going to be filled with songs and dancing. This is the God we serve restitution so father right now together with your people lord as we spend a little bit of time in prayer and make a list of of the things that have been stolen from us not that we want to focus on that but lord we're just we're just standing according to your word we just claim restitution tonight lord we just pray in agreement and you said any two or more of us praying in agreement these things would be done of our father which is in heaven Father, you said any two of us praying and agreeing, Lord. Lord, that you hear our prayers, Lord. You said, Lord, whatever we ask for in prayer, we can believe that we receive it and it will be ours, Lord. We believe, God, that you're the God of more than enough, God. We believe, God, that you're the God of El Shaddai, God. Father, we believe your word where you said you will repay the years that the locusts ate, Lord, or where the enemy attacked, Lord, that you will command him to repay us seven times over, God. So, Father God, tonight, we just reflect on your goodness and we thank you for your 
goodness, Lord, but Lord, we're going to pinpoint these attacks of the enemy and recognize that it was the enemy so that we can claim restitution in every one of these areas. Father, tonight we claim and we ask you for restitution, restoration of things lost and stolen right now that it would be returned back to its proper owner, us. Father, we pray for recompense for all injuries and all loss, Lord, because of attacks of the enemy. Father, we pray for restoration of all things in our lives, spirit, soul, body, mind, financially, emotionally, right now in the name of Jesus, Lord. We pray for total restoration in the name of Jesus, Lord, because you came to give us life and life more abundantly. It's the enemy who has tried, and we just pinpoint all these attacks, all these plans, all these maneuvers of the enemy, everything that has stolen from us throughout history of our lives or even our ancestors right now, we pinpoint, we point you out, devil, in the name of Jesus Christ, and we claim restitution in Jesus' name. We command seven times over right now to be restored back to our joy, our peace, our families, our finances, our health, our wealth, our ministries. Right now, we claim restitution in the name of Jesus. Jesus, Father, we ask you to make that devil repay us over seven times over in the name of Jesus. A recompense. Right now, we claim a recompense for injury and things that were lost in our lives right now in the name of Jesus Christ. And just begin going and looking over those things that um, maybe you're making a list of and begin thanking the Lord for restoration and restitution and begin knowing and having assurance that God hears you when you pray. And that you know that you have the petitions that you've asked for. Remember, we are destroyed for lack of knowledge. So if we had never prayed this prayer, it would have never touched us. We would have never received it. But now that we've come to the knowledge of this truth, we can receive this restitution. So Father, we just pray right now for, I just, I just pray right now, and I believe they're going to agree with me, for restitution in this church. You already told me you're going to build this church upon its ruins. You're going to make it better than ever. You're going to f- cause it to flourish, drawing people from the north, the south, the east, and the west, drawing new faces from new places, and drawing people back home again, Father. Father, I just claim restitution for Passion Church and, and whatever else it was called in the past, Father. I claim restitution, Lord, from the time that you sowed this seed to have this church in my dad's heart father I just claim restitution to this church and ministry in the name of Jesus Christ as well as to its finances as well as to all the people that you ever sent through these doors in the name of Jesus Christ I claim restitution tonight in Jesus's name and I loose all angels all warring angels all angels of of harvest all angels of restitution I loose you to go forth and bring in the provision and bring in the people and bring in the breakthrough from the north the south the east in the west. I loose you to go forth. Go forth to the north, the south, the east, and the west. Go forth and just command that devil, take it out of his hands and come bring it back into our lives. Have it be restored to its rightful owner in the name of Jesus Christ. I command it to happen now in Jesus' name. Father, I just thank you right now. We just claim restitution in the name of Jesus. Now just go ahead and go over those prayers and just begin expecting this is going to turn around. Not only are you going to have things start showing up at your doorstep, but it's going to be bigger than you thought. Bigger, better than ever. Remember, Job, who didn't deserve it, ends up twice as rich. And this isn't about money. This is about 
getting paid for your harm, getting paid back for the emotional trauma, getting paid back for the lack of joy and lack of peace. He owes us big time, the devil. He owes us. And God says he will cause the things that were stolen from us and he will cause it to be restored unto us. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Thank you, Jesus.